Welcome to the Doghouse, brought to you by A&W Zero Sugar, the only root beer that will not sue you for claiming that they're sponsoring you when they are not. And <laughs> wow, and okay. You please send your cease and desist letters to Warren at ntnradio.com. He's not going to answer them just like you don't answer That's anything exactly else. Right. That's right. Good luck with that. Bucket. Listen, all we want is some free zero sugar sodas. Give yeah, me Dr. Pepper. That's give me it. Coke Zero. Yeah. Give me Sunkiss. Uh, the root beer. You, do they make a cream? Are they made a cream zero sugar? I'm all in. I, they probably do. Or they birch beer. <gasps> oh, yeah. Birch beer. I love. Actually, no. Pennsylvania Dutch makes the best sugar free birch do. beer. They yep. do. Pennsylvania yep. Dutch, completely underrated soda. Yep, exactly. But probably Absolutely. they probably call it pop or something stupid there. Yeah. But. And it's like they, they got, they're not even the same people anymore. They got bought out. They're all conglomerated now, right? With uh, the, and I they're not even about, Dutch. They're like Irish. Not, oh, not anymore. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I don't know. It's uh, kills me. <laughs> kills me. Um, before we get into talking about World Superbike, yeah. I, I want to say, and, and here I'm going to say this. The hours I've been working have been kind of crazy, and I've had a lot of other stuff going on. So I'm not 100% sure if this was a dream or an actual article, and I haven't had time to look it up because I literally got off work five minutes ago. <laughs> it's but a new step. I, this is a new step to our speculation on this show. It is. This is, like, this is, I may this is even be better. But I, thought I, I swear to God, I saw the MotoGP riders doing a test and complaining about how, how rough the F1 cars were at Qatar. On the track and how beat up the track is getting there. At Qatar? Yeah. The, see what I'm saying? Like, this is why yeah. I need more sleep. This yeah, is why I we think, really need 28 hour I, days. I, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't need a 28 hour day. I don't, I don't want my employer to even think about that. So, no, I don't. I mean, I don't know. Do you know all the talk at World Superbike was how much they had improved that track, which is maybe Coda needs to go talk to them. Oh, wait, here we because go. All the talk this weekend was how much they had improved. It. Two days ago on GP blog, who wants me to agree to their cookies. Here <laughs> we go. Um, Moto GP riders unhappy with F1 in Qatar. The cars can destroy everything. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, they they're, a lot sending, of on, they're saying they're messing up. The, tires. They're messing up the LaSalle circuit. Uh -huh. I'll tell them the, the because the of their down surface, their track too. Yeah. Or, or are they just whining? Are they I whining a lot. I, Speaking of whining, I'm I don't a know. But they, they made a big point. They made it just, just, just hang on a second before you move on. Okay. They made a big point about how bad Silverstone was in World Superbike a couple years ago, and then Silverstone uh -huh. went through a complete resurfacing, and now they love it, right? And now apparently they, they, they did the same thing this past weekend. This was another track they complained about all the time, and they fixed it and apparently all the riders love it now so it, there must be something to it right yeah i mean we we you know we see the bumpiness on the tracks and mm. and i mean with a car it's a little more forgiving than absolutely uh, yeah when you have an extra set of wheels, wheels right? yeah right um so i can see that i can understand that i mean it's not you know in some ways i'd be like shut up we pay you to come race here it's not like we're charging you um <laughs> Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like there's a certain point where the a-hole in me would come out, but I can see that. And it's like, you know, if you want premier events there, you got to have a premier track. I think so. 
I think so. I think I think it's that that's a reasonable expectation, right? And if it costs you track, if it costs you a couple million dollars to resurface your track, that's the cost of doing business, right? Yeah, I mean, you're sending out you're sending out tons and tons. You're spending millions of dollars to bring in these series, anyways. Yeah, yeah. What's a few million more? <laughs> well, I mean, and that, I mean, and that gets you people in, right? I mean, like, well, hey, I mean, and it, it, I think it's probably worth money in a lot of other ways too, right? Yeah. So, I, I'd be curious. I'm sure that Coda's making money on that race. So, oh yeah. Um, now maybe not enough that they really want to be resurfacing their track on uh, you know on a regular basis, but but how much should they make with motorcycle events? Exactly, the exactly. They, they're making money year round, so that's yeah. that's the thing. So especially Coda because they, I mean, they're just outside Austin, so they have a pretty long usable season for their track, right? Unlike yeah. unlike northern tracks, right, which right. only have like six I like weeks. like Palmer, <laughs> it's like yeah, right, yeah, exactly. What do you have like three weeks there? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Palmer, that's uh, for those of you that don't know, that's like in the mountains in New Hampshire. That's right. It is actually. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's like like, a, yeah. It's like at about 3000 feet. Actually. Yeah. It's a great. It's a cool track. It, it is, is a very cool it's a, looking. It's a, it is it's a, a very cool track, but it is like I'm sure it gets snow 12 out of 12 months a year. It, it's probably getting ready to snow there now. It probably already has four inches. It, it may have. Yeah, it may have. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we should do a Palmer report. Uh, first. No. <laughs> cool. Yeah. <laughs> Um, anyways, uh, and then did you see, and I kind of mentioned this last week with Lauren, but you know, I, I, I don't know if he, if he gets as mad about it as I do. And I know I want to bring the anger out in you a little bit, but like Gerloff was saying like stuff like, I don't want to be the um, um, Yamaha MotoGP rider because I just have a passport. That's good. It's like, why would you say that? I know I, that's a, that's really a weird thing to, for him. That'd to be say. like me saying, okay, I don't want to go. Who cares? Right. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't really matter what yeah. there is. It's like, no, I don't want to be in the premiere series. Yeah. unless It's for the right reasons. It's no. like, do you know how many people get on bikes? I mean, look at Valentino Rossi this year. He was in look a, at, look a completely at, look no at how many situation. Be, look at the Aspargaro brothers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're going to take yeah. some crappy bikes. Yep. There are well, people yeah. that are getting on Aprilia's. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just that to be true. in the show. Yep, yep. Uh, so yeah, that, anyways, that was a really stupid thing to say. I thought it was really dumb. Yep. I, I'm I'm still aggravated about that. But all right, let's talk. Let's talk Argentina. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually think there are more people in the recording studios that we are in right now than we're spectators. But after hearing the horror stories. Of what the teams went through, I can't imagine you're going there as a tourist. No, no, definitely just not. Just dumb move, Argentina. You could have brought in a whole bunch of money that wasn't drug money. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, was that yeah, too but, real? Yeah, the drug, the drug money. <laughs> Did I go over the line there again? Yeah, drug money is easy, you know. Drug, drug money. Listen, they, but if you like they, to advertise they bring, your drug they company, bring their, they they bring their distribution with them. You don't have to hire people. Yeah. You know, uh, but if you would like to advertise your cartel, please feel free. <laughs> That's right. What do you think the snacks word in Pata Snacks is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, it's not over yet. Oh, it's damn close to being over. Yeah, it's over. It's, it's over. I don't know. It's not mathematically over, but it's over. It's not mathematically over. No, it's not mathematically over, but it's over. 
Well, know. you could hoe. I mean, you know, literally, there's a, there's always the possibility. Yeah, I mean, you jinxed the guy. You were like, right? it is his rate. It's his championship to lose. Well, did, you, did you not notice the announcers on the show said the same thing this weekend? They said the yeah. exact same thing, that it was his championship to lose. Well, you know, I mean, there are imitators and there are initiators. And Ken, we're not imitators. Look, you did the one thing that, that, that almost ensures uh, Wrecking. Um, a negative outcome. You picked... You picked Res, Res for both races, and even that he still picked up points. Phil, I know. So I mean, I think that tells you that it's pretty much faded that he's going to win. When you yeah. can't overcome, when you can't overcome the Worthington curse, you pretty much, no. yeah, yeah, that's pretty much fate. You're, it's destiny now. Destiny, absolutely. It is, it's written in the it, stars. It, it, it's destiny, and not only that, I think I think Jonathan Ray knows that too. I really think he does. So I think he knows that. I think so, he ra- he's racing now like he knows that uh, the best he can do is keep it respectful. Yeah. So and, here's- I, and, and I be honestly, be honest with you, and we can get into talking about the individual races, but it took um, a mistake we haven't seen all season long from from him for, for it to not have been over this weekend. So yeah. Right. So yeah. And I, yeah. you're you're right. So here's what I'm gonna say. I, I saw some articles hinting about Rascadiaglu to MotoGP. I did too. By the way, I did see some of that. And apparently it's not just being made up stuff. No, it's not a doghouse rumor. It's like a <laughs> legit room. It's like, that's right. <laughs> um, you know, with, with Quattararo acting like maybe he won't be at Yamaha. Yeah. Which I think if you win the championship and leave the next year. <sighs> oh, I, I'm not I, the world's I, biggest the fan only of reason, that. The only, the, only reason, the only reason you would do that is money too good to turn down. Yeah, well, I mean, and like, I could, I could totally respect that. Yeah, so if like, Ducati comes around and Ducati says we're going to pay you, you know, three million a race to race for us, it's like sign me up now, Scotty. You know? <laughs> um, I'd be like, you can even raise me to the room where I shave that guy's eyebrows and eyebrow and give him two. <laughs> exactly exactly um, so i i mean i can i can respect that and if that's the i'm sure that's what it'll be it'll be money you can't turn down if it's fact, probably gonna it. have to be or maybe it's a, ta- a negotiating tactic i'm it's sure, a crappy one I, because i'm sure every one of these guys has has some sort of clause in their contract that if they win the championship that allows them to renegotiate their current deal i'm sure i'm sure of it so probably he's already started in that process because he's pretty much already won the championship. So, um, and maybe he's just like, maybe he's putting pressure on. I Yamaha. mean, it could be, we haven't even attack. talked about, we haven't even really talked about that. What a big year from Yamaha, right? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. mean, world Superbike and MotoGP championships yep. are theirs to lose. Been, yep, right. Well, and long, it's been a long been, time. I mean, long Honda's been dominating yep. and then, and then and World Superbike Kawasaki's been dominating. Yeah, I mean, and here's yeah, Yamaha. I, I, it's big. It's bigger news in World Superbike, I think. Because, I don't know uh, because we talked well, about Yamaha being a uh, not a not one of the top two bikes at the beginning of World Superbike. I mean, the beginning of MotoGP. The of this, yeah, in the beginning of the season. But Yamaha's won a lot of championships in MotoGP in the last decade. Okay, I mean, you not know, really. I hate, to say, I hate to say this, Jorge Lorenzo, more than one. You better go look at the numbers, Phil. In the last decade, in the, that's 2011. Mark Marquez has eight of them. Okay. Right. Last year was Mir. He has, he has so that's nine. Not, not ten eight years. So they eight, got one. Eight champions. One of them was in Moto Two. So he's got seven Moto GP championships. Okay. So they got two. That's not a lot. Okay, but go back beyond that. Right? Twenty years. Yeah. Ten years. Not so much. 
Go well, okay. Go look. I'm sorry, I did math. Well, go look in World Superbike. Go look in World Superbike. When was the last time they won anything in World Superbike? They barely win races. Exactly. So you're right. It's a huge season for Yamaha. It is. And how good they did in Supercross. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. And the Moto America Championship. I I don't know. You know, I know British Superbike ended up last week, but I don't know. Actually, know who won the championships. I'm that far behind. I watched. So the best thing was when Yamaha decided they were going to start pulling back on their racing program, they started winning everything. <laughs> well, guys were like, oh, man, we're going to be out of a job if these bikes don't win. Yep. Exactly. Right? Nothing nothing inspires people like the fear of being homeless. Yeah. Well, I think part of a lot of it might, might have actually, when we said that we had thought, well, I'm not going to say I did because I didn't, but we'll give Phil some, Phil, Phil some credit for bad judgment, yeah. um, which we give him all the time. Was that he said? Yeah, I think the satellite but Yamaha bike is a better bike. Yeah, and I think Rush is going to go there and win some races. <laughs> I just doomed Patronas. <laughs> yeah, you I, every day I open up my mailbox waiting for that mail bomb from Patronas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm in the Godfather. It's like do 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 Um. Anyways, uh, yeah, poor. Uh, so if you're Johnny Ray. Is it a kick mm-hmm. in the teeth if Razgat wins the championship, old Razgatiaglu, and then does the boot scoot boogie because he got offered a chance mm-hmm. to go to MotoGP when he's young and to a decent team, and here you're Johnny Ray, like the 47-time champion. Well, Johnny Ray had his never chance. Never gotten the right ride yeah. offer. But, well, he, he, got, he got his chance to ride some MotoGP bikes over the years, so, you know. His problem is that his winning ways in World Superbike came around very late in his career. Yeah. You know, so, you know, what, what are you going to do about it? So he's he's old. I mean, it's nobody gets rides in MotoGP when they're beyond the age of 30 unless they've been there before. Right. Yeah. Unless they've been there when they were younger. So, yeah. um, gonna, I mean, the question is whether or not this is going to spur him to think about retirement at this point. <sighs> I mean, he did get his motorcycle license over, know, over the offseason. I know. You I said mean, that's that. like a dead giveaway that that thought's in their mind. I guess it's all going to depend on what he's going to do with his time, right? He still he keeps popping kids out. He's going to have could, to keep making money. Yeah, but he could have the Johnny Ray school of going fast. Maybe. maybe. Right? He can make the Johnny Ray Kawasaki World Tour. Yeah. Right. I could be a brand ambassador, but it doesn't pay very good. It's not like getting paid for being a rider. A test rider. Yeah, is he gonna want to be a test rider? Yeah, but the Johnny Ray school where little where little moron people like us and little Johnny's there at forty thousand, fifty thousand dollars a weekend, and you tell some kid, hey, you're slow and you're never gonna make the show. Yeah, maybe. And you make a couple hundred grand a weekend. It's a possibility. It's a possibility. Yeah. Who knows? What to wait and see. I think he I think he wants to, I my guess is he's gonna want to end on a on a high note. And that means if Ratskadiaglu leaves, that's actually beneficial to him. Because that's the only guy he's not that this is the first year he's ever come across somebody who could beat him consistently. Yeah. So if he but leaves Scott series, Redding is lurking. Like, well, no, Scott, not anymore. Because Scott Redding already said I'm gonna go ride a BMW. Oh, yeah, that's true. Scott Redding. <laughs> Scott Redding's like, I'm gonna punt on this whole championship race, too much stress. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I love this quote. Well, you got to be aware of what BMW is doing. <laughs> the speed limit? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a pretty jerk thing. Yeah. Although I'm going to say something, and 
here I just trashed BMW. Now I'm going to say something and send your hate mail to Phil at NTNradio.com. I'll take it. But I want to say, and this is tell you again, I'm not sure if I was dreaming or this was real. I want to say I came across a post on the Instagram of Kyle Wyman being, riding a BMW saying, wow, this is fun. I hope I get to ride it again. In a BMW, a BMW in the Moto America series, right? So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That doesn't surprise me. It, there's been a lot of rumors about BMW. Um, some of some of the uh, some of the teams utilizing BMW. If you can get a good, if you can get a good deal from a manufacturer to supply bikes for you and your series, you know, unless it's a real dog. Yeah, I mean, I think. Well, I'm just saying. I was like, you a big BMW. That's a big jump. For him, it is. I think it's an even bigger job, yeah. right? So, but I was going to check it by seeing if his grandfather's dealership is now selling BMWs, besides, right? besides Ducatis, besides Ducatis and Harleys, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, so, so that's always the final check. Like, hey, where's that yeah. work? I'm not saying that because Scott Wyman's a hell of a racer. I mean, yeah, and it always takes money to get involved in racing. And if Grandpa it's, has it at that level, it's even more expensive because most of that's coming out of your own pocket, right? Yeah. So. Right. So, you know, if grandpa has to take advantage of it, plus he's married to Hannah Lopa, which well, you can't, argue I got nothing. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> I can't yeah. make fun of that guy at all. Uh, so anyways, um, but yeah, so top rock does what he do- needs to do to maintain his 30 point lead going into the final round. Right. He stretched his lead by one point. Stretchously well, worse right. than that. Worse than that was he, he stole the 12 points that Ray accounts on in the Super Bowl race, which would have made it completely different. Ray would have picked up points this weekend. Yeah. But Ratsgetty Ogilvy managed to win the Super Bowl race, which I think was the biggest thing of the weekend for him. And then his team made a bad decision in the hot in the warming temperatures on the track. And Ray made the right the team made the right decision. They went to the harder front tire and that took away Ratzgadioglu's advantage on braking, his late braking, because he didn't have enough front tire at the end of the race. So the fact that he pulled off a podium in the second race is about as best you could have, he could have hoped for. Yeah. So, um, but um, I mean, I think that was like a dagger to Jonathan Ray to, for him to basically come out of this, the penultimate weekend and dropping another point. But it's like the penultimate weekend, but it's a month away. It's literally yeah. Yeah. a month yeah, well, till the a month till the final race. Uh, you better hope for like a Turkish lockdown or something. I think they're going to Indonesia. Oh, you mean so? So Razgat can't get there. Yeah, it's Razgat. I'm sorry. I'm Turkey. like they're going to Indonesia. You know, not even, that's not any part of Turkey. That's more like salami. <laughs> <laughs> it's ham and cheese. Uh, um, but anyways, you're a bit person. Somebody's yeah. gonna be hateful towards me. I can tell. Yes. Um, yeah, they got a, They got a month that kills me. That yeah, just, just yeah. kills me. Just, just so they could delay it as late as possible into the season. Yeah, and so they're like, hey, we right. ended around the, the same time as MotoGP. What? No. I'm wondering what's going to happen with World Superbike next season now that MotoGP has announced their longest season ever for next year. Is it going to be the longest season ever, or are they going to be like Argentina ever. was a pain in the ass? It's and Coda has it repaved. It's, it's, it's the most. It's the most number of races they've ever had. It's twenty-one that they have provisionally right. scheduled. Provisionally scheduled, but they've never had more than twenty scheduled in a season. So, yeah, but they could so be it's just, the longest. It's the longest season ever. Now, what, I'm just wondering whether or not Dorn is going to say we got to do something with World Superbike because it's been shrinking. 
last you know a few years so not just because of the pandemic but. well they got to stop racing places like argentina where people well, and they got to start up. thinking about coming back to the u.s that's what they ought to do <clears throat> yeah they've yeah. really it, like no no bs and I, i'm not even trying to be like a homer yeah but they should race east coast and west coast in the u.s well they ought to they, they ought to just come back to the u.s period right that's yeah. the problem that's that that that's the problem is they're not racing in the u.s so but they they, they really should race east and west coast in the u.s I agree. I mean, they spend too much time in Europe, so way too much time in Europe. Yep. Yep. Um, it's, it's just like, weird to me. They, I mean, that they, you know, that they they go to South America but don't go to North America. It's just kind of weird, right? Yeah, and it's like you can't say, "Well, we don't get any fans in North America." At least we'd let them in if they were here. I don't know if I want to see them at Coda, right? I kind of want to no, see. I would them. like to see them back at like at maybe Miller back at Miller, maybe, or, uh, you know, they could go back to Laguna Seca. I mean, you know, um, Moto America is, that would have been a great weekend, right? If they'd been at yeah. uh, Laguna Seca. So I like, I'd almost like to see him at road America, maybe road America. Yeah. I would make that trip. If, yeah. if, if world Superbike came to Moto to, uh, road America and did the weekend weekend with Moto America, that would be like a great, I mean, there's a lot of opportunities. That place is big and fast. There's a a lot of opportunities to do stuff with Moto America that I I think they're missing out on the opportunity, especially you you got Gerloff in the series now. Why aren't you taking advantage of that? I mean, you got an instant American fan base tied up to it more than you would normally would anyway. And and Um, Moto America would grab people out of Canada. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Definitely. I mean, Road America. I'm sorry. Road America America would grab people out of Canada. Canada. Mm -hmm. I'd go to that in a heartbeat. That, would, that sounds like a fun race. Yeah. You know, a, a, a nice, you can even bring like Canadian Superbike and have a triple factor. Trifactor. It, I, it won't happen in 2022, though, because no. it would always it would already be going. That would be happening yeah. now. Right. Yeah. It would already be in the provisional list now. Yeah. So You're I don't right. know what they're going to do, but as it, it stands right now, I'm just like worried it's going to be shorter. And this season started later than it's ever started before. And it's but no breaks. ending sooner. No breaks. But it's effectively ending sooner by putting this month delay yeah, before yeah. the final race. So I don't know. They got to get their act together because I think that's another thing that's hurting the series. But on the other side of it, having somebody other than Jonathan Ray win a championship is it's, a big it's plus helpful. for them. Yeah, it's a big plus. Right? right. That's a big plus. A Yamaha, a different brand, a different person. Right. Because what they do, seven or eight years in a row of Kawasaki's. Yep. Right. Yep. Oh, yeah. Seem, at least it feels like it. So, yep. and then MotoGP. It's getting ready back to go back to Mizano. Yep. They got three rounds left. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mizano, Portugal, and uh, Valencia. Three rounds left in MotoGP. And they will finish the week before. <laughs> That's the best. The week before World Superbike. <laughs> With three more races. Yeah, right? three, more three more races, and they'll finish those up before World Superbike. Yeah, because World Superbike, I think, right? Yeah, they November three Moto GP in a row. They're doing three Moto GP in a row. No, it's uh, the twenty fourth, which is this weekend, mm-hmm. and they got two weeks off, and they do the seventh and the fourteenth back to back. Okay, back to Portugal and Valencia back to back, and then the fourth weekend, then the twenty first, the twenty twentieth and twenty first is World Superbike. So. So, does he, um, was, so which Mark Marquez shows up at Mazzano? What do you think? One that was at Coda, or was he just living in a fantasy because he really believes he can win anything at Coda? Or has he made a step up? 
both in the bike and himself. Until he puts together a couple races back to back where he yeah. looks like the old Mark Marquez, yeah. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that that track with the bumpiness and his winning streak there intimidated people. Right? I yeah. still feel like it's Mike Tyson syndrome. It could be. It could right? be. Like it could you be show people track and go, "That yeah. guy's and gonna kick they, my ass." They're, they're, they're psyching themselves out. I think so. Yeah. Uh, because e- even in his win, I don't think he looked like. The mistake-free uh, tornado of Barcelona, or whatever they call him. No, but right. nobody could keep up with him. Which we that we have not seen in two years, right? We haven't seen that in two years. Yeah. So he pulled away from everybody. But I, it may also be that it's like what they say, like <laughs> ha- racing. Two thirds of racing is in your brain, not in your skills, yeah. right? So, you know, um, I think I think with three rounds left. Magnaia would have to smoke everything mm-hmm. to even make it this interesting. Yep. Um, and I just don't know. I just don't know if he can. Uh, Mir again, the guy who won the championship last year, floating around there third, not you know, quiet mm-hmm. third again. Yep. <laughs> just like he was the quiet championship winner. Um, here's something I didn't expect at the beginning of the season. Three of the top five guys are on Ducatis. <laughs> well, I mean, it, 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 you know, there was this time, remember, when Zarco was in second place, right? And it looked like yeah. Zarco was pushing. So, and now there's your second bike, right? Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess not, maybe not that surprising. Well, I just, you know, we don't talk about the, the Hondas, I mean, the Ducatis being very deep. Right. And I would have thought I would have thought, you know, I mean, Brad Bender is right behind Zarco about 10 points back. But I would have thought a KTM, especially how KTM seemed to come on a little bit last year. But it's almost like they took a step back this year. Yeah, I yeah, I don't. I mean, Brad Bender was a pretty solid pick last year. I don't think I picked him this entire season. Yeah. And Oliveira was a solid pick last year. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Um, but you've got like, okay, so but on Ducati, you've got guys that are just being superstars this year, like Jorge Martin, Bagnaya, right? I mean, Bagnaya, we're not, we're never saying enough about him. No, we don't. We and, don't. We're, we're not, but you know, <laughs> I mean, Bag, Bagnaya, is, this is a guy that was a Moto2 champion, right? Yeah. So uh, we should expect it. Actually, what I did want to mention something. I, I know we're talking a little bit of MotoGP here, but I want to back up a little bit to uh, World Superbike. Who is, you know, the most disappointing rider? In and I and maybe in history, is riding in World Superbike right now. Loris Baz? No, Loris Baz is in the. Loris <laughs> <laughs> Baz is pretty much it's the Peter principle. He's about what you expect him would be. Right? Yeah, but well, Loris who, who is, is well. Let me ask you, Phil. Who in World Superbike do you think is like the, in my opinion, the most disappointing rider in history? You're gonna say Alex Lowe's. You're not? No. Has Alex Lowe's won as Alex Lowe's won a championship in anything serious? You mean Tom Sykes on the BMW? No, no. Okay, I I'm just gonna throw it out here. Okay, Tito Robot. This is a guy who's a Moto Two champion, and after he won his Moto Two championship, he has done nothing either in in the Moto GP series or now in World Superbike. He is like a complete zero after winning his Moto2 championship. And he won he it peaked. convincingly his Moto2 championship. He did. 
And he's been like a complete, I expected great things of him and it's been nothing. And I, and, and look, the guys, he got relegated to world Superbike pretty quickly. Right. So he had a very short stint in, um, in MotoGP. Yeah. So, well, he's been a while. He was a while though. Wasn't he? I don't know. When did he win yeah. his championship? Yeah, he, to, to the, I think in Moto2 in 2016 in Moto2, I think. Yeah. Like I guess that's a pretty quick life. Yeah. Yeah. No, 2014 Moto2 champion. Okay, 2014. So he, he was around a little bit. Yeah. Right. That, and, got, and, and got nothing for it, right? He was an after run. Was well, like in, Moto, in MotoGP is his top finish. How did he even break into the top 10? I don't think he ever did. I don't think he ever did. No. He's I mean, got- for, a, for a Moto2 champion, that's pretty sad. Yeah. No, no wins. No podiums, no yep. poles, no fastest laps, 79 starts, and, and 133 points. So he was averaging like 14th, 15th place. Yep. You're right. I can't argue when you're right, Ken. Yep. I would love to, but I can't. Yeah. I, it's really sad. I mean, I feel bad because, I mean, I thought the guy was a great racer when he was in Moto2. He, and I expected he looked a lot of like things. it at times. And apparently a lot of other people thought expected a lot of him, too. And he's been a big letdown. That's why I said he's the most disappointing rider out there right now. Way to finish your show on a bummer, Ken. I love how you just wait to the end of the show to poo poo on Chico Rabat. That's right. I, yes. uh, you know, I miss him. I like him. Uh, old Esteve. Yeah, Esteve, you may not actually be seeing him much longer. Probably not. If you can't, if you're back there at 16th in World Superbike. All right, yeah. this has been the Doghouse. We'll be back next week. We'll talk some Moto GP and Mazano, Mazano 2.